Ciao ragazzi and welcome to another episode of the Fratelli di Rugby podcast. Today, me and Mike are looking ahead to this weekend's first Rugby World Cup warm-up match. Uh, it all starting to feel a little bit real now. Uh, the camps have, we've had numerous team announcements and squad announcements and now we finally have some rugby to get our teeth stuck into. It seems like an age since we last watched the Italian national side, Mike. Um, how are you feeling about that? Excited? Yeah, excited, mate. Like you said, uh, dry and desolate time um, without rugby. So looking forward to, to the upcoming weeks and months, mate. And yeah, and I, th- I think we'll just very briefly touch on the under-20s, given that, that what happened. I think we're all pretty disappointed, generally speaking, with how it went, other than the South Africa win. It was kind of not what we were hoping for, not what we've come to expect with with our under-20 side. We've been obviously so successful. Um, but we did manage to avoid being relegated, which would have been pretty catastrophic as far as Italian rugby goes. Um your thoughts, your thoughts overall? I think we showed elements of our game which we could be excited about as well. Um, stuff like, obviously, what you know, the continuation from the scrum and line up from um, from the Six Nations. You know, we we're pretty pretty dominant uh, across the board. Obviously, uh, I think we we're probably on par with with Georgia, but um, not having Amino really sort of. May you know faulted us at, at scrum time um, early on, but you know we have to take these with a pinch of salt. I think you know we, we're missing our star player, uh, Francois May, as well, and there's a few there's a few sort of outliers. But um, I think we probably expected a little bit more. Um, I think the boys were capable of a little bit more as well. So you know it wasn't like we were we were looking beyond their ability, um, but. You know, in the grand scheme of things, hopefully they can take something out of it. I think that's the most important thing. As long as they can take anything out of it and move forward, and you know, take take something to to the franchises, I think um, it's a it's a big dub for us. Any any standouts for you in particular? There were quite a few that stuck out for me, but, but what about you? Yeah, ODS I mean, is obviously the main one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't you can't look overlook Odiasi, but I think some some of the um, unsung heroes like that that Alex Mattioli. He looks like a he. He looks like he could be a really handy um, second row as long as obviously he he gets in the right the right environment early on and he continues to develop physically. He could be he could be a really good um, uh, almost like Ruth esque um, second row for us moving forward. So him and obviously Passarella, he's one that could potentially you know light up um, in in the centres for us as well. There's the obvious ones who were dominant, like Gallerini and stuff, which we could probably touch upon, but um, some of the unsung ones, I'd probably say those two were the ones which, you know, and and, and, uh, Berlitz as well. He's another one that, you know, he graphs and doesn't really get much of the spotlight because he's overshadowed by the rest of the back row. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that is the end of 20s. And we finally, like we said, and move on to Scotland in the first of our four Rugby World Cup warm-up matches. Scotland this week. And then we've got Ireland next week, I believe, in Dublin. And then later in August, we have Japan and Romania back home in Italy before uh, everyone makes their way to France. So, how are you feeling about... Obviously, I think, having seen the Scotland team today, they've obviously gone very experimental for a first game I'm expecting we'll probably see quite a lot of players used maybe over these next two games with Scotland and Ireland and then 
potentially see a little bit more consistency in those games in August, the closer we are to to that first Rugby World Cup game. Do, do you think we'll match what Scotland have done? Yeah, 100%. I think we should expect uh, players returning from injury. I think we should expect some of the, 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 the new boys as well. And I think we should probably expect, you know, maybe some some disorganised like play from us as well um, just because there's going to be a lot of players who haven't played together there might be a bit of a communication barrier but the, the expectation I believe across the board is that we start building towards the first few games of the World Cup so yeah certainly sort of Japan and Romania I think you know I, I almost think we're going in as favourites for those two for sure and then there's almost like a uh, you know, an unspoken expectation for us to compete against Scotland and Ireland. And I think if we can do that with an experimental team, again, I think, you know, that would do wonders for our confidence. And most importantly, at this stage of the season, we need to we need to walk away with no injuries. That's that's the absolute key. I guess there are, there are probably quite a few of the senior players that maybe need minutes as well in these first two games of the four. So, Capuots or obviously missed the last couple of games Six Nations um, and then like Trevor Garbisi who also had a, carried an injury during that, that Six Nations as well and players like Ioane who hasn't been in the fold for a long time and then Dino Lau and Palo Dogwa who, who, who've only been in the, the squad for a couple of weeks in terms of training so I haven't had any minutes playing for the national side so I think it'll probably be a mix of younger players well not younger players sorry sort of the, the, the fringe players in that squad and then the likes of some of those first team is probably going to be mixed, as is what kind of Scotland have, have done. I think maybe Scotland are probably slightly more experimental than I possibly thought they would. I thought there'd probably be a few more senior players in there, but um, still, it'll be it'll be an invaluable experience, and probably be good to see some of those some of those new boys in particular. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I again completely agree with you. I think it's one of those where we're in a position at the start of like the this basically campaign you know towards the world cup but if we don't do it now when when are we going to cap these players when are we going to be able to see what they're capable of and you know i think if we do it against teams where you know we're not going in as favorites and the expectation might not necessarily be to win so you know we we can uh you know may, maybe sort of mess around a little bit with the formation and you know if we win then then, then grand obviously these are it's the opportunity for these players to put their hands up for the world cup and you know, that's that's the whole point of depth that we've never really had before, in, in in my opinion. I don't think we've ever had depth like this. So, you know, it's it's up to those boys now to 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 get that ticket on the place. Now, we've discussed this. Me, you, and Octavio, who is uh, cruising around the states as we speak, I believe, having the having a whale of a time. Um, that's the pizza. We did. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's something we probably should touch on very very briefly. Is <laughs> Tortellini pizza, which is that is something that I've, I've never heard of, but I'm all for putting combining pasta with pizza. That really sounds does. banging to me. Yeah, I'm I'm about that. We won't spend too much time talking about food as much as we'd like to. Now we've discussed and kind of thought about what sort of team Italy will will look like uh, this Saturday. I'm assuming that it's going to be tomorrow now the team announcement, and obviously we're recording this podcast on Wednesday, uh, so we're expecting that to, to probably to come. Thursday, I would have assumed. Uh, Scotland have already announced theirs. Now, as we mentioned, sort of thinking along the theme of some of the senior players who have maybe not had 
uh, a lot of time on the pitch in the last couple of months, mixed with some of those uh, fringe players, so the likes of uh, Giovanni Petanelli, uh, Yakitsi, Ciaccarelli, uh, Nicotera Hooker, some of those forward names, and then maybe the likes of Fusco and Gessi, who have not obviously played uh, too much rugby for the Italian national side, Mike. Uh, does that kind of sound like something that obviously we need to give these we need to give some of these these players time, don't we? But at the same time, it'd be quite exciting to see some of these players because they they certainly deserve their chance. This if if this was um, the team that you know was announced tomorrow, the one that Marcello just proposed, uh, I you know I'd be ecstatic. Lots of young players, lots of players with great potential. The new sort of recruits, as it were, as it were, as well with. Dino and Paolo as well joining in. I, I, I think this could be an incredibly exciting team. Um, incredibly exciting. And like you said, you know, we've been keeping an eye on Jersey for a while and there's there's one player highlighted as well. And, you know, Octavio and I have been highlighting for a while, which is Lorenzo Pani. And, you know, he just gives us something different as well um, off the bench. So uh, do you want to... Do you want me to quickly just read out um, your your proposed team quickly for for the people? Oh yeah. So so for the people who are listening in, um, Marcello's sort of preferred twenty three um, for the Rugby World Cup warm up game against Scotland starts with Danilo Fischetti, uh, Giacomo Nicotera, Pietro Ciacarelli, Eduardo Iacchizzi, Nicolò Cannone, Giovanni Pettinelli, Michele Lamaro, Lorenzo Cannone. Alessandro Fusco, Tommaso Alan, Simone Cesi, Tommaso Menoncello, Paolo Odogu, Montana Ioani, Ange Capuozzo, Ame Faiva, Federico Zanni, Filippo Alonghi. Ehi, metti like se ti è piaciuto questo episodio di Fratelli di Rugby. Metti 5 stelline a Fratelli di Rugby su Spotify. Dino Lam, Manuel Zuliani, Martin Page Relò, Giacomo Tarre, and finally Lorenzo Panni. So, some youngsters, as you can see. I'm, uh, yeah, if it was this, Marcello, I'd be, I'd be super excited. Mm. Uh, who stands out for you next? I think what we, we've said is maybe the most... I don't want to say flexibility, but I think that the positions that are maybe up for up for grabs still ahead of the World Cup, which is obviously something we we should touch upon, really, is those positions where there could still be some movement. Is is maybe maybe at hooker? I think that the two props are, are sort of sorted. Uh, no one's really going to budge uh, Fischetti and Ricciane, uh, but maybe uh, someone like Giacomo Nicotera could potentially be in there. I, I guess, and then. You know, we, we we've seen Petinelli and Yakiti before involved, and they've they've never looked they've never looked uncomfortable or out of place when in that side. So I guess some of those players in the in that sort of you know second row and maybe the props potentially slightly slightly flexible. Do you think? Yeah, I think we're in a position where we're quite confident who are starting. Um, uh, our start, you know, our starting front row is. Um, I think Lukiezi got injured at absolutely the worst time but excited to see how he looks when he finally comes back I think he's due to come back just before the World Cup um, but then obviously uh, Hame Faiva has been playing really really well in New Zealand so he's he's been playing super rugby I think he scored a brace on his 
debut. He 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 looks he looks you know the favour of 2017, 2018 at Benetton. He looks he looks good. Um, so there's again nice nice you know nice problem to have for us. Um, where I think you know traditionally we've really struggled at hooker. Um, but I think for me, if everyone was 100 percent fit, it would go Lucchesi, Nicotera, and then Hame. Um, Faeva, um, in terms of our, our ones, but then also there's there's the Zebra, um, hooker Manfredi, um, who who also has been picked. I know he's sent home, uh, from camp this week, but there's nothing to say that he might not get called back up. So nice, nice, uh, nice problem to have, but yeah, I agree with you. I think the props pick themselves, and I think you personally got your thoughts on, on the wingers now. I think. We're both, I think we can say that in uh, Pierre Bruno and Montana Iwane, similar style of play. They're both very abrasive, kind of like to say Pierre Bruno loves the contact. I mean, we, we, we've seen him be, he's, he could potentially be a bit sort of uh, sporadic and a little bit kind of chaotic at times and uh, seen that up points. Now, thank you. Couple, did he get two Simbins in the Six Nations? The Six Nations just gone. He definitely got one for the, the tackle in the air, uh, which was sort of bonkers. Um, but we've certainly seen that side of him. And Ioane, we kind of know what you get, even though we haven't seen him in an Italian shirt in quite a while. So I guess he's another of those players that's going to need some time uh, in the next couple of games, uh, for sure. You aren't so sure about the wingers, though, because there is someone, like you mentioned, Lorenzo Pandy, who you think potentially is is someone that will, maybe not now, but in the future, because without Padovani, who's injured, and I think we all think, not that we know or can't confirm, but I think all of us are, are slightly concerned that he probably won't be around for the World Cup. So it's looking like Bruno and Yuan, isn't it? And maybe that isn't the best, given that we want some sort of variation, maybe. Yeah, I think... One thing we've sort of been caught out by in in, in this Six Nations, um, and, and and even it's, it's been sort of a common occurrence for a little while now, is when we didn't have players like Padovani, who have a fantastic boot, you know, decent boot, um, at you know at fullback, that actually when it comes to the kicking game, we're just we're like we're just giving up territory um, all the time, and I think actually that's something thinking back what Kieran said as well, you know, the reason we don't kick out of our 22 is because we don't have um, that, that skill set as well developed as some of the other top tier nations. So we just end up like giving up massive territory uh, to the opposition every time we go into a kick battle. So having someone like Pani, who has an absolute cannon of a left boot and, you know, similar to, to Padovani, we lose that, but actually the closest mould to, to Padovani that we have in terms of, you know, rugby IQ, in terms of um even even maybe arguably slightly better defensively than Padovani is 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 this young 21-year-old um winger fullback who, who plays at Zebra. And I think he's probably one where we should keep an eye out. Maybe, like you said, not this cycle. I think it's a bit harsh dropping him in at the, the deep end. But if, if you're good enough, you're old enough, right? Sure. And I think maybe that's where having Tommaso Allen is such a big thing for us in that whilst he might not be able to do what Ange Capozzo can do at 15, 
um, or what maybe Paolo Garbisi can do with the ball at 10. What we do have in him is a very, very efficient and effective kicker, both from hand and from the tee. And I think sometimes um, when we've had to play him at 15, uh, when Capuato was injured, is that, yes, we might have lost something in an attacking sense, but what we did gain is having someone to be able to put us in the sort of positions that we need to be. And I think that's quite an underrated thing about what what, what Tommy does in particular. Yeah, I think I think when it comes to tournament, versatility is king, right? Um, especially now, like we know how quick games can turn, and you know, an injury or you know, an error in judgment, and you know, the games the games change, and you have to adapt. And I think actually, you, you saying that's reminded me of a player which I'm incredibly excited to see play, which is Martin Page Rello, right? So, for those who don't know, he's a <clears throat> uh, a scrum half who plays fullback as well. Um, uh, he was recently at Toulouse. I think he's now moving to Lille. Yeah. Um, but he's, he's again, someone similar to what you were saying, can kick off both feet, um, versatile. And I think there's always that risk of having, you know, a jack of all trades and master of none type thing. But actually, when it comes to tournament, having players that can play at a high level in multiple positions is is a massive benefit and again it's something maybe that you know we we've struggled with in the past still thinking about our uh our experiment at scrum Arts. thank you very much for joining us uh tomaso allen the italian 10 slash 15 uh joins us uh i think currently from padova uh in the in the yeah. relatively difficult conditions of of sun and and maybe some rain as well what's it what's it like for you at the moment yeah, it's good. It's uh, like you said, it feels like I'm in England because it keeps raining and then sunshine, raining and sunshine. So, uh, no, it's it's good. It's hot. It's humid. Um, we've had three days on a row now. Uh, yeah, it's been very intense. Good training sessions, and uh, we yeah we're flying we're flying off to Scotland tomorrow um, to then play on Saturday, which is going to be good fun to to get back in in playing games instead of just doing fitness sessions uh, for the sake of it. So it'll be good. It'll be good to get a few games in. I was, I was just going to say, for those of you who are, who, who are listening in, um, Tommy's sporting like a, a really healthy town and Marcello and I, <laughs> unfortunately <laughs> less so, even though yeah. I think we've caught a, a couple of rays here. Um, but yeah, <laughs> regardless of whether the weather is, we'll that's, complain. That's the thing that the weather is actually, at some points it's really hot and then the sun comes out for like 10 minutes and then you get like a downpour of rain. It's, it's horrible. You've got to be ready, gotta be ready to tan every, every time the sun comes out. You've just got to be there with, the, with your, your olive oil so you can tan oh. as quick as possible. Sure, yeah. And lemon in the hair as well. Get the, the last <laughs> yeah. bits in your hair too. Um, exactly. not, that I'm a, not that I'm a pretty boy or anything. I'm just, just saying that's something I do. Um, but Tommy, I think we've seen some of the countries doing their their camps. I think Wales, in particular, almost looks like some sort of it's like intense stuff in terms of the fitness. What what actually is it like? Is it really as bad as it as it kind of looks? Um, it's tough. It, it really is tough. Uh, luckily, we've most of our fitness sessions are integrated with rugby, so we're not just running for the sake of running. We're not doing Broncos. We're not doing fitness testing like that. We're just we're integrating rugby into our fitness. So we always got the ball. We always work in our skills under pressure, under fatigue, and it's actually easier, um, easy to run when you've got the ball in your hand. 
you don't really think about it as much. Whereas if you're just doing shuttles, that's all that's in your head is just doing shuttles. Um, so I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot more than than just normal fitness. Uh, but it is tough. We always work hard. There's a lot of contact in it as well. Uh, a lot of uh, body on body, bone on bone, which which uh, we haven't done for a while. Um, so yeah, it's it's been it's been nice to get back into it. Uh, but like I said, it's it's nice that it's almost over now that we've got the games coming up. Even though we're not going to have easy weeks up until probably the last last game of the of the of the warm ups uh, fitness wise, we're still going to work on our on our fitness and stuff even during the the next couple of weeks with the games in hand. And in terms of like the um, the, the the new people that have come in, obviously you're at a massive advantage because you're an effective communicator in both languages fluently. Um, how much have they been sort of leveraging you as well? Like, is there has there been sort of sessions where they were like, okay, mm. um, we need to we need to sort of understand this area of play a little bit more? And you've been sort of like Professor Allen for a, for a little while. Yeah, I've been translating. I've been trying in French as well for the, for some a couple of the French boys that aren't uh, that I don't speak proper proper Italian yet. So yeah, I think I'm the official translator of the team at the moment. Uh, <laughs> but I'm happy I'm happy to do it. I've I've, I've been. I've been around for a while now, so it's not just explaining what the move is, but I'm just trying to give as much experience as possible to the boys that haven't really had these um, experiences yet. Um, so it's always nice to to be able to to help out and just yeah, just let them know how how things have gone through before and and things you can expect for the next coming months because it's it's a great it's a great opportunity. It's a great. It happens every four years. It's something like yeah, you might only do it once in your life. So it's yeah, it is, it is great, and you got to just take it with both hands and and enjoy the moment as much as possible. So just a quick reminder, guys. We have Longo match with us. What is Longo match? Well, if you want to start analyzing your games today, the video analysis software that helps coach, analysts, and player is waiting for you on longomatch.com. Tommy, you're now at a position where obviously some of you have been coming in at, in stages in terms of the squad players. We had an original squad and then sort of the players, especially the ones from abroad, are, have dripped in and out. Are you now at a point where the squad is nice and settled now? You've had a couple of weeks where it's been like the full squad. Uh, so what, what sort of the what sort of stage are you in terms of a squad's? Uh, how are things going? You know, what's the mood in camp? Yeah, it's uh, yeah. The first couple of weeks was a bit weird because you always split up, split up into different groups. Some boys doing more fitness than others, more boys doing more contact than others. Whereas now it's it's proper, like the whole group's involved. It's we always do fifteen on fifteen now. We got the numbers to do that, so we can actually work on our starter moves and our defense and all that. And obviously, the boys that are playing in Scotland are having a different week than the boys that aren't playing. The boys that aren't playing are working a lot harder. Uh, they're doing extra sessions during the week, whereas the boys that are involved in Scotland still have a hard session, but they're still tailored a little bit more towards the game on the, on the weekend. You don't, you don't want to get there too fatigued, obviously. I was going to say, when when uh, we had pre-season, they always put me in like a, a special camp. Um, special I, camp? Special camp, camp where... Like, <laughs> camp uh, special, just with, you know some other people who might need to lose a bit of weight is that <laughs> the big, is that, the big boys that's is, is, that, is there any the, 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 the bike club that's, that's it is there any, is, is there any boys um 
having to sweat it out a little bit. So the cup coming a little yeah, worse for wear after the, the season. The, the, marsh, the marshmallow. The marshmallow. <laughs> marsh, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the special camp. As, as, as um, yeah, obviously a few boys have enjoyed their holidays a bit more than others. Uh, for some reason, it's, it always happens to be the, the front row. Um, shock. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, they've, uh, everybody, everybody's in good shape now. Uh, we've had a big emphasis on our nutrition. And uh, with the new SNC coach that, that joined in now as well, uh, George, he's, he's, been, he's been getting the boys in good, really good shape with the programs he's been giving us. And yeah, I think, I think everybody has lost what they, were, what they had to lose or has gained what they had to gain. So I think everybody's in good physical condition now. Awesome. Yeah, I, I used to be pre-season. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was the Tommy Allen, really. I was the 10 slash 15 that kind of always was a relatively deep, Decent shape, and I'd watch all the bigger boys sweating out and sort of yeah, point the finger. I, and I, I had six, I had six weeks off. I didn't do anything for six weeks, and then I joined <laughs> in like, like nothing happened. <laughs> but then, then we're the first to run away from the big boys when they come knocking at the yeah, door. That's the yeah, thing. We're the exactly. first to run away. Exactly. Mind you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And having having said that, I think in terms of the Italian squad, potentially one of the most sort of in shape front row forwards in Danilo Fischetti, who obviously is a He's a beast of a man in terms of... I remember when we first saw him on the international scene, he was, I'm sure he won't mind me saying, but a bigger boy. And over the years, he's turned into a... In terms of in terms of a really lean front row forward, but still incredibly strong. Uh, you should see him at breakfast measuring all his food with his little scale and stuff. And <laughs> uh, he, he, does, he does take it very, very seriously. Sometimes, in my opinion, a bit too seriously, but... If that works for him, that works for him. But yeah, I think he's got a few other boys on board as well now. Um, with with the same thing, just measuring out all the the grams of pasta or grams of rice and whatever that they're having. Um, yeah, it's not, not nothing that I'm really doing. I just eat what I want. Uh, I do, I do, I do look. At, I, I do, I do. We do eat well, uh, but it's no, it's it's very it's it's very professional, very good to see. Um, but yeah, it, it is quite funny sometimes when you see them just measuring out the little plates. Can I say it's it's quite the Italian diet is quite must be quite difficult to tailor to trying to lose weight, given that we all love the same things that are not really what we should be eating, given that pizza and pasta is what we all yeah. want to eat. Yeah, you're right. No, but to be fair, the, the amount of times, the amount of minutes that we're training, the, the, all the stuff that we're doing, even if you're having pasta and stuff, you're not having pizza, but if you're having pasta. You're gonna burn it. You need you need to have it. Otherwise, you're not gonna you're not gonna perform on the field. Uh, it's just understanding that when you're not training or when you're having your day off, maybe you go easy on the carbs and and have a more of a protein hit up. Um, so I think most of the boys have actually taken that fully on board, and it, everybody's in very good shape now. I think. I was gonna say that there's an exciting sort of. A new start for you this this upcoming season, sort of post World Cup as well. And I know, obviously, your your sole focus will be um, the summer and obviously the upcoming World Cup. But how, how excited are you to to find yourself back in France? Um, sort of yeah, post World Cup as well. I'm excited. I was it's, yeah, I was thinking about it for a couple of days ago. It's a bit weird because all the boys have started their preseason there now. They've been they were up in the mountains doing some preseason. And then I'm only going to meet up with them in what, like, October, November or something like that. So 
it's uh and they were already played a couple of games warm-up games top 14 games so it's like me getting in there like halfway through the season it's going to be very weird like how how that transition is going to work um i'm in contact with a few of the boys obviously i knew them from from previous uh, previous time there um but it's a it's a brand new group as well there i don't know too many people so yeah it's going to be interesting when i when i do join i'm really excited to join i can't wait but like you said that we've got a something pretty big coming up before that. So um, that's where my focus is, but I am keeping a close eye on, on all the Perpignan stuff as well. And um, I'll, hopefully I can have a few chats with the coaches, even even now during this the World Cup, just so I don't come into the, the season without yeah without knowing anything. So I'd, I'd, I'd rather be there and like, like I'd have missed a single day of training when I, when I do get there, when I do turn up. There's one thing we would, literally just discussing before um before you came on and i think it's something that we'll see a lot more um uh, probably over the summer definitely in sort of tournament which is like versatility and you know versatility in position and stuff and i think that's why marcello sort of, sort of brought on mm. the whole sort of fly half fullback and stuff as well and but there's one thing that purely from my sort of selfish interest like is is there something where now you know there's there's more emphasis on you know sort of reacting you know as if there was like a red card or as if someone had gone injured and you guys have almost like a secondary position that you're slotting into sort of mid-game like i know sort of eddie jones was a big advocate of that way just be like all right someone's been sent off like adapt is that something yeah. that we're sort of trying to focus on for the tournament as well yeah i think to be to be fair like with, with all the players growing physically and stuff there's a lot of hybrids now a lot of players that can play different positions especially in our team like I think in our backline, pretty much every player in our backline could play two positions. If not three, some of them as well. You can think of all our centers who probably play on the wing. Our tens could play twelve or fifteen. Um, so it's and I'm, a couple of our nines could play in the wing at fullback as well because because they they got gas. So yeah, it's it's all about just you got yeah you got to try and deal with it i'm i'm sure kieran is going to try and do that for for the upcoming like four warm up games it's just understanding the different partnerships and understanding different relationships and and seeing what players can do in different positions um so i'm sure we'll see that for the for the next few games players maybe playing out of position just to see how how they would fit in in the world cup because there's going to be injuries in the world cup there's going to be tough situations and people have to adapt so um, if you do it before that, and if you learn from it before that, then you can definitely adapt to it quicker once once it does happen in the big stages. Mm. Tommy, you talk about versatility. Now, you've been sort of watching it all unfold in terms of at Harlequins, watching Marcus Smith play at 10. And I couldn't have you on here and not talk to you a little bit about that, given that there's been so much debate over whether you can have Marcus Smith play with Owen Farrell potentially as like a 10-12 axis kind of thing. Now, how do you see that, the whole 10-12 axis thing? And do you, all, has there ever been a position where uh, Kieran's ever tried you and Paolo playing together in that sort of role? Has that ever been something that's, that's sort of been played around with a little bit? Um, I think it's it's an interesting partnership to have because you've got two playmakers on the field. Um, and the way that we play, especially, we like to move the ball around. And having two playmakers, one right foot and a left foot, is is always good. It always helps the team out uh, with with our game plan. Um, 
England's game plan is different from ours, so I don't know if that would work. Having a ten, to, a two, two playmakers, they might want to have more direct ball carriers to give them the momentum to then play quick. Um, so, it, it, honestly, it, it has to, it has to fit uh, your game plan. Um, for us, it would fit. Um, it didn't like either ten, twelve, or even ten and fifteen. The way we play it doesn't really matter. Um, we still got two playmakers on the field that can do that can do both. So. Uh, it doesn't really have to be a 10 12, it can be a 10 15 as well. Um, so yeah, um, we'll see what Korean wants to do. Um, and uh, regarding Marcus, like, yeah, it's I'd love to see him start for England. I think he's uh, he's, he's got something different uh, than the other other players have. Obviously, you've got Owen, who's, who's a great fly half, though. He's, he's been playing so well for the last yeah, for the, the this, this whole season, he's, he's played, he's been playing outstanding so. And then you got forty back as well, uh, who's who's been very close with with Borthwick, and he's got a lot of trust on him. So yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. It's going to be tough, but obviously, um, I need to back. I'm going to back my my good friend, and uh, hopefully, hopefully, he can start for England and and then show what he actually has on store because he is he's an exceptional player. He's he can do things that not many other players can do. It'll be nice to see that in the international stage as well. Um, in terms of what success looks like to you, result. Results aside, right? So, saying you know, win, 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 win this this summer. Like, what would success look like to you personally? Like, in terms of the team and in terms of maybe a personal success, minus sort of you know the dubs if if they come. What what would be a success to you? Uh, personally, obviously, um, I want to start games. Um, I don't want to be on the bench. Or if if I has to be, I'll take it. But I'm not. I'm not here to. To be on the bench, I mean to start games. I feel like I'm, I'm good enough to start, and uh, I should be starting, and regardless what position. I feel like I could help Italy as much as possible if I am starting. So that's my personal objective. Um, which, good. Yeah, if if you don't want to start, then what's the point? Uh, yeah. I don't know why you should. Why why, why are you even here? So, yeah. um, on a team level, I think. We, it's, it's tough because yeah, we've been really competitive, and that's that's incredible. That's something that we haven't had for a long time. That, so that's already a big win for us. That's, I feel like that's that's a win without winning games. But we we competitive with there with thereabouts. Like in the Six Nations, we could have come out with three victories. We didn't, which is incredibly frustrating because you're literally inches away from from winning three games. Literally, inches, but at the yeah. same time, yeah, literally inches away. <laughs> but at the same time, uh, it's you can take a lot of positive from it because this hasn't happened for a long time. Think, Saying that, I think we we are looking at this World Cup and we want to we want to make it an upset. We want to go there and and do something that hasn't been done before. Um, like, yeah, we. we 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 need to win the first two games, hundred percent. Those are the are probably the two most important games because that will give us we have us a platform for the the second two. But we we will be disappointed if we if we don't um, make it to the quarterfinals. And that's yeah, that's that's how it is. We don't we, like like I said, like I, I want to start every game, and we don't go on the field um, to lose. We go on the field to win, and we think we can win any game we we come across, especially now after having been so competitive. Well, I think like the one that's, one that's sort great. of point as well, just 
uh, it, as long as we keep everyone fit and healthy for like that, that I suppose that would be like the cop out answer, but it is an important one, right? Like we just have to make sure that yeah. we, 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 yeah, that, that, that there's no sort of silly injuries or anything or silly suspensions, you know, prior to, prior to that world cup, but it's really refreshing to hear that you guys are, are sort of gassed for, for the world cup. And yes, it's, yeah. it's nice to hear. So are we, yeah, we bust. <laughs> Are you guys coming to any of the games or what do you oh, ask the plan? I'd love, I'd love to. I'd love to, Tommy, but it's the financial, it's just, it's not even the tickets. Yeah. It's, it's trying to stay somewhere. It's, um, I can imagine it's very, very, crazy very for Airbnb or anything. Well, it's, it's, all, what it's all booked out, isn't it? Um, I'm potentially going to Namibia. Um, my mate, okay, does, nice. um, well, <laughs> my, shout out to my mate, Ellis, he listens. <laughs> like week in week out but he does um like van conversions and stuff so he's 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 got a couple oh, he's got a couple ready so no airbnb for me my son that'd be <laughs> awesome actually that's uh where's that santa Tien, isn't it that's the first game yeah since then it's quite close yes that's, that'll be that'll be good yeah that's, nice. so, that's the same that was our first game in the last world cup as well we had namibia yeah and then it was canada that, after that as well wasn't it canada after that yeah yeah which that's is nice well, a... it's nice having it's nice having a start like that where you can obviously they're very tough games like even a Uruguay is going to be a, a hell of a tough game after what happened uh, three years ago I think it was they're targeting um, like us of... aren't they yeah that's but that's how we're, we're targeting obviously France and New Zealand the same way that Uruguay and Namibia are going to be targeting us so it's something that we're not used to being the favourites so it'll be quite interesting to see how other boys react to that, and yeah, it's a, it's a young team, so there's there's good. Hopefully, we can some as as older guys can give them a few insights into that because we've, we've, we've had it a few times now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think feel, I feel old now with these guys. Honestly, I think I think when we spoke to Seb, he used the word experience rather than he yeah. said yeah. you're an experience. He's, he's a couple of years younger than me, but he's still got a few more grey hairs than I do. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, Tommy, it's been it's been brilliant to talk to you. Uh, obviously, we wish you all the very best and and hopefully, as we would with any, any player kind of put on the Italian jersey, get through those warm-ups almost injury-free yeah. so that you Touch get to experience idea. get to experience uh, a Rugby World Cup playing for country. We can't wait and it sounds like you guys really can't wait as well. But uh, really appreciate your time this afternoon. It's uh, great to chat to you. And, uh, Thank, thanks hope- for having me, guys. And... Yeah, hopefully I'll see you see you at the Namibia game. Yeah, um, well, thank, thank you, Tommy. Thank you. Thanks, yeah. guys. I appreciate it. It's been, it's been awesome to chat to you guys, honestly.